way of running it. I have my own. We are all not the same. So try to shine. Try to brighten the kind of image you are by being yourself. Not trying to copy someone blindly. Be you and do you. And if you are doing it, be passionate about it. Do it well. Be consistent about whatever you are doing and or whatever you set out to and then most importantly try to let the children try with welcome friends i'm your host kofi animedu each week i host an amazing entrepreneur on their journey successes and challenges it is my hope that we will learn from these experiences as we all work towards living a life of passion and purpose I'm excited to host my guest, Rita Akushika Diaba, CEO of Yesly Ice, producers of low on sugar ice cream and organic beverages located in the western region of Ghana. Yesly Ice in 2017 was adjudged winners of the SME Micro Light Industry Manufacturing Award, the beverage products category, at the 2017 Vodafone SME Ghana Awards. In 2018, they were also adjudged the company of the future in the 2018 edition of the prestigious Ghana Club 100 Awards, organized by the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, GIPC. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Speaks, Akushika. Thank you, Kofi. So we'd like to know a lot more about Yesly Ice. Can you please give us background of your company, what you do, and the story behind its setup. Okay. Yesly, to begin with, is a name of four children put together. That is Y coming from Aram, E from Enunam, S from Esenam, and L-I from Eliklim. Uh, putting these names together, I always say, has formed a, a, a name or a meaning in a work called Yesuli. That is Jesus is there. But in short, we decided to make it Yesly Ice. Now, the idea or the concept of uh, coming out with Yesly Ice came up in 2014 when I have a neighbor who used to sell this ice cream to kids. And to me as a mother, I always say the, the, the sugar content was quite high, that um, I wasn't too comfortable that my child would consume that in the name of ice cream. So I thought of owing something, having something, coming up with something that I'll call my own, something that is healthy, something that is void of additives or chemicals. I started the research work and and then a few consultations and then came up with something that is truly low on sugar and um, I would say additive free that is healthy for both young and old. A year after the introduction of the Yesley ice cream, which um, is made up of vanilla strawberry, vanilla banana, vanilla and chocolate, we came up with the natural beverages. With the natural beverages, um, that idea also came when we realized that the market is being flooded with so many carbonated drinks full of sugar, I would say sugar solution. But a lot of people are looking for healthy options, something that is naturally made, something that is um, chemical free. And also come to the realization that we have a lot of fresh fruits that at the end of the day, 
the post-harvest loss are so high, especially when it comes to pineapple. So it's added to use pineapple, prekese, ginger, the hibiscus leaves, which they normally refer to as sobulu or bisap, to uh, produce these healthy natural beverages for consumption. And quite recently, that is 20, 20 February, we realized that there are yogurts out there, but not all that are healthy, not all that are without the additives still. And we know people who love ginger and at the same time love yogurt. So we decided to come up with something we call the Yesly Ginger Yogurt, which has very low sugar. And then we have another one, which is zero sugar. So anybody at all can take it. And at the same time, we do it customized. If you want it customized for you, the way you want it, if you want us to add your pictures or what have you on our labeling, we do all that. So in a nutshell, that's all about Yesly Eyes. Great. So have you always desired to be an entrepreneur? Yes, 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 yes. I've always desired to be an entrepreneur from infancy. And um, this desire started way back at the age of six. I remember uh, I went for a walk with my aunt. Who um, we, we were, I, I knew we went for a walk and then we passed by a banking hall whereby we saw a lot of people in the banking hall. Those days, you know, it was commercial bank. And um, it wasn't a computerized system. It was something like you get there, they have to go and look for their huge ledgers, go through to be able to trace your name. And if your account has been credited before payment is done to you, they waste so much time. So you realize that you go to the bank in the morning around 9 a.m. As at 4 p.m., you are now coming back. And because you don't want to be crossed or someone to overtake you all you have to do is you have to stay put whilst you are even hungry so i told my auntie before they asked her don't you think these people here are hungry because they were here before we passed and they are still here we are coming back she asked do you want to give them food and i was like no but when i got home i told my mom who was she, she's a teacher by profession but was running a, a provision shop so I was like, mom, I think um, we can sell eggs to those people. And she was like, yeah, but uh, you are so small. But I insisted anyway. And uh, she gave me the opportunity after school that I should go and sell. And going to sell, she made one of her apprentices helped me to go and set up and then went back home. But uh, that day, so I would say I went back home with uh, half of the money, half of the eggs sold, I couldn't account for as a young girl, you know, maybe changing the money, giving back change and all that was quite a challenge. So the following day, I didn't give up. I went back again. And this time around, I was able to identify someone in the banking hall who I thought was idle. It was recently that I got to know that that person was actually the operations manager. So I walked to him. I was like, can you please help me solve the egg? You know, those days, today, today, they were hungry in there, but they are serving customers. So that opportunity, he made me to put the egg on the counter and then I was peeling and then people were paying to him. He was giving the change. So at the end of the day, he piled all the money and gave to me to send home. After that, 
as I've said, I've, I've been selling eggs from that age till after secondary school. I was still selling eggs to support my mom. And um, that desire of having my own business, being my own boss, doing my own thing has been there. And uh, I think that affected what I did in secondary school through the university and after uh, my first degree. So that's been it. Great. But before the setup of Yesly Ice as a major business as it is now, yeah. did you try something close to the scale of Yesly Ice? Uh, yes, I, I, I tried so many things. I started with uh, network marketing. I tried selling uh, pepper, made uh, powdered pepper in containers. Then uh, the next big thing was selling of diapers. As a mother, um, I was getting diaper, very quality diaper from a neighbor who always bring down diapers from Germany to supply. So I tried to take advantage of that when people were asking, oh, can I, do I, may I know where you got your diapers for? Can you get some of your diapers for me? At first I was getting it when I think it's 25, I'm going to give it to them at 25. Forgetting that I took transport from my place to wherever I'm delivering to. And I realized I was not making anything. So it got to a point I was like, no, I think it would be good. I put at least a margin on it to take care of the transportation, the delivery cost and all that, and at least something small for myself. So I started doing that. Then at a point, I started to add kids' clothing to to the diapers, which I did for some time. But uh, things didn't go too well as I was expecting. Till date, Kofi. Some people still owe me from those <laughs> items I sold way back in 2009-2010. So you realize that people buy on credit and they don't pay you. Your money gets locked up and uh, through that you become enemies. Some through that will be at lock ahead with you by your own money. They, they are owing you and they are rather at lock ahead with you. So... With Yesly coming on board, I think it's something that you can credit food. If you have money, you buy. If you don't have, you work your way. So as I mentioned in our introduction, you run your operations from the western region of Ghana. Yes. But from my research, I realized that you, in terms of distribution, you distribute throughout Ghana. Yes. Can you please share how you go about this? Do you have agents in the regions or you have a delivery truck that does this delivery how do you run these activities because i noticed that your focus is not only on the western region but you go beyond that region yes yes um you know right now the world is a global village and um by kind can see social media we we people hear about us from all kinds as I speak to you, I do get requests from Nigeria and the rest. Now, in Ghana, people see our adverts, we do events, and um, through these events, like weddings, naming ceremonies, and co, people try to express interest. They are interested in our product. They want to sell the product is fine. We've tested it, it's good. We want to be your agent here and there. 
So we've given the opportunity to some of these people who are ready to stock up the product and to market the product and be passionate about it. And um, in doing this, we don't have a van. We don't have a van. Currently, we are making use of the Ghana Post uh, EMS uh, delivery services. And oh, okay. then we make use of when it comes to the um, the northern, the three northern regions, we use STC, that's a stitch transport. We have the coolers that can keep our ice cream for a minimum of 24 hours and a maximum of 32 hours without melting when it comes to the ice cream. And for the drinks, it can keep it for as long as uh, three to four days without any problem. So those are the things we use. We use the coolers. As I speak to you, we've just delivered to Navrongo this morning through STC. STC left here yesterday around 9 a.m. and got to Navrongo around 8.30 a.m. And the person received his package in good condition. And for our listeners outside Ghana, Navrongo is in the northern part of Ghana. So from what she's saying, she produces the product in the western part of Ghana, but she's still able to sell her products in the northern part of Ghana and so many other parts of the country. Is it difficult starting and maintaining a business here in Ghana? And what has been your challenges so far in business? Yes, um, uh, as the saying goes, getting to the top is not the problem, but maintaining it at the top is the problem. Starting, I believe in starting small and building on it. I don't believe in just getting up and then um, putting up a huge factory and all that. I started small, started operating from um, the back of, that's my balcony, and gradually building on, 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 on. It's been quite challenging when it comes to access to markets. Some of the shops that you would love to supply to gives you conditions that as a startup, you are not able to meet such demands they are giving. Some like an ice cream company, they are asking you that you should provide them with freezers to be able to stock up. Some are asking you if you bring the freezer, you should be able to pay electricity bill for them. Meanwhile, they are giving an electricity bill of 100 Ghana cities and you are not even able to, they are not even able to sell um, goods worth the 100 Ghana city electricity bill that you are going to pay them as electricity bill. And then when it comes to the regulatory bodies, it's quite frustrating. Unless you have that spirit of not giving up, uh, the frustration is quite high. An example is where uh, you go to the Food and Drug Authority to register your product as a wholesome uh, product. At the end of the day, they know that they are supposed to give you A, B, C, D to go and run your analysis and bring back to them. But they will decide to give you C, E, F, G leaving the A, leaving the B, you go and spend so much money to run that analysis, you get back to them and they were like, oh, you didn't run this analysis. You have to go back, cough another money to run those analysis. Once it's a package that once they give to you, you should have just gone straight and then do the necessary um, analysis and then bring back to them. Uh, the, that aspect is something that I think the government will 
should seriously have a look at because a lot of people out there have good products, great products, great ideas, but the frustration made them to just crawl back into their shelves without coming up with this great product because of the fear of uh, the frustration they will go through or the necessary support that they, 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 they need, they will not get. So at the end of the day, they just have to give up. So it, 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 the frustration is there, but you should be someone who is ready to take the risk, who is ready to go through the storm no matter what. As a growing business, have you received external support from some organizations? And if you have, can you share some of these with us? What kind of support? Yes, I've received, um, I would say I've received a lot of support in terms of capacity building. Um, By capacity building, can you be specific on what form it took? Yes, I've had a lot of training. I'm a registered member of the National Board for Small Skills and Industry. And, um, you know, they build capacity by giving you training on how to manage your staff, how to record keeping on your business, both production, your accounts, your financials, how to put things in order, how to even through that same, through some of this capacity building, we're able to meet with the Global Report Reporting Initiative, where I met you, Kofi. <laughs> If it's true, MBSSI's initiative that I was able to take part in that as well. And then networking, it's one of the pillars of business in this modern world, I'll put it. So through some of these uh, associations, we're able to network, we're able to meet a lot of people who help us in one way or the other to build a solid business empire. So what inspires you as a person? What inspires you to do what you're doing and to do more? The fact that um, people patronize my product and come back to tell me that the product is good, it has really helped me solve this problem or that problem, especially when it comes to the beverages. Had it not been you, I don't take snack again. Had it not been yesly, my house, there is nothing like ice cream. Had it not been you, I don't think we have anything natural or healthy for our family. That alone is. We find ourselves in a very different phase of our lives. We are confronted with the coronavirus pandemic. And I want to find out from you, has this affected your business in any way? And if it has, how has it affected your business and the way you run your activities? <laughs> With this pandemic, uh, initially, it, it really affected us. It was a big blow initially because I would say right from January, we didn't really get orders that would even support our overhead. But surprisingly, the very day that the president banned social or uh, social gatherings or events, that very week, we had a pile of orders that we were supposed to deliver right from Monday to Sunday. But unfortunately, we started preparation towards these deliveries and then Sunday around 5 p.m., we started receiving calls that we should put on hold some of this uh, stop preparation towards the program. Meanwhile, we've gone ahead to prepare ice creams, 
drinks and all that down for the services we were being requested to render from Monday to Saturday. You know, as an ice, let me say an ice cream or uh, everything we do is iced. And here is a pandemic that is advocating that people shouldn't take cool things. People shouldn't eat things that are iced. They should go in for warm and stuff like that. So at the end of the day, patronage was zero. People were not patronizing our product at all. That we have to give out almost over 5,000 cities worth of product and some of our raw materials have gone bad because we couldn't use them within the stipulated time. So two weeks into the lockdown, just thought it wise that, okay, if people are being prevented from taking or being advised not to take cool things and ice creams, we have beverages that are made up of ginger and they are immune boosters. So why don't we turn around and then make noise about it on social media and see how it will go. And by God's grace, we're able to start boosting our posts from that uh, first week in April. And we realized that, yes, truly, people were interested in immune boosters. So they started placing their orders, which helped us to be able to clear some of the beverages that we have and still clearing. And um, I think, in a way, it was good. We were able to think of the fact that we have to at first we were not even doing that we were still sitting in our comfort zone but with this pandemic it has pushed us out of our comfort zone to do more to come up with more innovative ideas that will help people in general to boost their immune system to have their required vitamin c daily dose in our products and so far so good so before we wrap up i'm sure a lot of our listeners have this desire to start their own type of business but in most cases they are confronted with negative thoughts and also with fear Hmm. having gone through this process of setting up a successful business as you have it in yesly eyes what will be your advice to someone with the desire to start a business yeah um Running your own business comes with its own challenges. And I always say that um, if you you are determined and you want to be a business person, you should be prepared to take risks. Sitting at home doing nothing has its own risk. <laughs> Going out to do something has its own risk. But you have to decide. If I go out and bring something in that I will not go hungry, that I will not, I will be comfortable. Why don't take that risk and then bring something than to sitting at home, getting nothing at all, and then being uh, starved and being not comfortable. You have to decide what to do. If you should move forward and be comfortable or get stuck and uh, not going anywhere or not getting any benefit. We are all unique in our own way. And I always say that once you are passionate about something, once you have the idea, once you have the innovation, try to start small. Entrepreneurs, as I always believe in, you have to be innovative. Don't think about copying anybody. You have your own unique way of running things. I have my own. We are all not the same. So try to shine, try to brighten the kind of in which you are by being yourself, not trying to copy someone. 
be blind and be you and do you. And if you are doing it, be passionate about it, do it well, be consistent about whatever you are doing and or whatever you set out to. And then most importantly, try to network. Network is very, very important. Try to network. With that network, you'll be able to go places, you'll be able to do things that will help you build your business empire. Wonderful. Any last words for our listeners before we sign off? Yes. Um. Before then, if you've not tried Yesly Ice, any of our beverages, I will encourage you to reach out to us on 054-8086004. We have lots of products for both young and old. If you if, if you are WhatsApp or you are outside and you want to uh, order for a product for your family and friends within Ghana, anywhere Ghana, you just get in touch with us plus two three three five four eight zero eight six zero zero four. Now uh, my last way to your listeners is what works for me may not work for you. As I've said earlier, we are all unique in our own way. So try to do what makes you comfortable. What makes you don't 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 copy anybody. If you want to start your own thing, start small and build on it. Don't wait that I want to get billions of cities before you start. It's always good to start small and then build on it. If you have the support, why not go for it? And at the end, God will crown your efforts with success. Thank you. Thank you very much for this amazing interview. As she said, try to start small, pick up useful lessons, and grow with these lessons. On that note, I'd like to thank our guest, Rita Akushika Diaba, for this amazing interview. I learned a lot and I believe you also learned a lot. I would encourage our listeners to drop their comments after listening to this episode and also leave their key takeaways from this interview. I've been your host, Kofi Animedu, and this has been an episode of The Entrepreneur Speaks. We'll come away again next week with another episode. Another exciting story of an entrepreneur who has come out with an idea and is walking the chart of creating a strong business entity. Thank you for listening. Keep safe, keep strong, keep healthy. Thank you for listening.